Away, you moldy rogue. Away. again for another Mouldy Rogues podcast. Today sees the return of Would I Lie to Cage and the Heroes vs. Villains finale. Will we finally get to see the controversial entrance of Godzilla? Let's find out. Your heroes against my villains, and then we will be complete with the round robin. <laughs> For your heroes, if you could give me a number between one and seven, we will choose your hero. Let's go for two. Number two, that is John McClane. You may have heard of him, otherwise known as Die Hard. Die Hard, yeah. Remind me, is Godzilla still in your lineup? Neither here nor there. Number between one and seven. Uh, six. Six is Bane. Oh, now, tough. Godzilla is in my lineup, but in two matches has yet to be chosen. You know my well, feelings. You, you had your chance to, to make no, that. No, because I strongly vetoed Dracula. If I'd known you were going to yes. pull Godzilla out and he was somehow going to make it onto your bench. <laughs> Although you I would like to... to see his best man speech. <laughs> <laughs> so we have John McLean versus Bane. Once again, certainly not a pub conversation you'd want to be uh, stuck with. <laughs> so give me a number. We'll just be making wise cracks and the other one will be mumbling into that child's seatbelt of a mouthpiece. Exactly. So a You told me he can't breathe without. He can't breathe without that. So if he takes that off, he's buggered. It would be very painful for you. Uh, number between 1 and 25, please. 15. Now, <laughs> okay. So uh, John McLean and Bain, which of these oh. two could best fly a plane or a helicopter? Uh, well, it's obviously I mean, Bain. The big guy's going to have his pilot's license. He doesn't fly a plane, though, does he, at any point? But no, but he, he gives a strong suggestion that he could. I don't think it's as clear-cut as you, as you make out. Bane is on a plane at one point. Exactly. Call Bane. it a draw. All right. I know you're scratching. It kills me to let you get away with it, because it will only encourage future behaviour of the same. But, yeah. okay, we will call that 1-1. One, one. We will keep... The same characters. Give me another category, please. 18. He's got to be strong. He's got to be fast. So which of these two characters combines speed and strength? Again, I don't think there's much you can say between them. Well, strength, clearly, Bane is the winner. Yeah, but speed and strength. If this was a fist fight, I'd probably give it to Bane as well. Strength is unquestionably Bane. 100-meter sprint, 
McLean and Bain, I think McLean would probably just about win it. But I think the Bain-McLean sprint result would be far closer than the Bain-McLean fight result. Therefore, the aggregated result is that Bain is the winner. Excellent. All right, that's 1-0. So if you can give me another <laughs> number so. between 1 and 7 for your next hero. 1. That is your boy, JB. That is Jason Bourne. Good. The man can do anything, including look after a child, as we've discussed. <laughs> a number between one and seven for my villain. Seven. Seven is Jaws, not, as a foolish man might think, a large shark, but a seven-foot-six man with big teeth. And a number for the category. Ten. Ten. Which of these two gentlemen would look best in a good casino? No, one apiece. Hey, whoa, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. What? Have you seen yeah. how George... Yes, no, I am saying. I am saying the 11-foot bloke with metal teeth would look not as good as the bloke who is actually a secret agent. Yes, yes, that is what I'm saying. Dude, have you not seen how Jason Bourne dresses? He looks like a scruffy student. Doesn't what do you mean, matter. doesn't matter? Jason it's Bourne entirely... Could walk, the only thing that Jason matters. Bourne... Jason Bourne could walk into a casino wearing a Trump's newspaper as right? he does. and he would still draw less looks than the bloke who is 11 foot tall with teeth made of steel. It's not about drawing looks. It's about who would look suave. Jaws is a pretty snazzy dresser. Mm-hmm. He's got a face like a potato sack. <laughs> whilst being true, I think if he keeps his mush shut... Okay, yeah. He could have right. the best tailor in the world. He's got a face like a potato sack, metal teeth, and a haircut like King Henry V. So no matter what he looks like suit-wise, that is going to pale into insignificance. One all. Next. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Jason Bourne will smell like a man who's been travelling around in a German lady's car for seven days without a wash. So I'm, I'm just saying it's not as cut and dried as you make it. But where do you think Jaws' grooming routine is up to part of you? Don't even know how All you right, could. all right, all right. One, one. So give me a number between one and seven for my next Look villain. Look suave in a casino. Even Jason Bourne stunk to high heaven. He still looks like a bloke who didn't cut his own hair with gardening shears. So that's there's, one plus. There's no way the security mm. is not getting tipped off by this stinky man. Somebody's mm-hmm. pointing yeah. at it, is my point. Yeah, yeah, somebody's pointing at him, but they wouldn't even need to fucking point at Jaws, would they? <laughs> no tipping off there. They're going to see him straight away. All right, all right. There's one one. A number for my next villain. All right. Four. Four is Hans Gruber. There are my detonators. And a number for your hero. Grand piano. Um, <laughs> that's a deep cut. I will go with six. It's Dame Judy Dench. Oh, I thought I got rid of her. Nope. She's still okay. there. A number between one and 25. 21. <laughs> Which of Hans Gruber 
or Queen mm-hmm. Elizabeth I could most effectively scavenge for food on a desert island? Elizabeth I. Please back that up. Elizabeth I, right? Yep. She would have done hunting, things like that, in the royal court at the very least. Hans Gruber couldn't even properly hijack a building. Completely different set of skills. Completely different. Well, I think hunting is slightly closer to scavenging than trying to hijack a skyscraper. I think Hans Gruber is a man who can get things done. Mm -hmm. He could find some monkeys or other small animals and he could get them to work as a team. Complete conjecture. Yep. Whereas I actually have fact backing me up. Queen Elizabeth never went to a desert island, so... Neither did Hans Gruber. He came over from Germany. I think this has to be a draw. Neither of them... It doesn't have to be a draw. Of it's it a does. clear victory. It's a clear no, victory for Elizabeth. Neither of them had experience of this whatsoever. Uh, she never scavenged for food in her life, Queen Elizabeth. She had yeah, food placed into her mouth. She could hunt, though. I know what's coming. You're aiming for Godzilla. Of course. But that's neither here nor there. So that is 1 1. Can you give me another number, preferably? Come on. Give me my Godzilla number between one and seven for my hero. Three. It's Schwarzenegger again. It, honestly, if I go through this entire thing and don't get Godzilla after <laughs> I cheated so hard to get him. All right. No, it's not my. It's my villainy. It's your hero. Sorry. Uh... Ignore that. It's not Alan Dutch Schaefer. So number between one and seven. Three for your villa. Shit. It's Robert De Niro. Uh, Neil McCauley from Heat. Seven for me. Your heroic number seven is Maximum. Maximum? Maximum. <laughs> maximum. <laughs> maximum Decimus. <laughs> maximus Decimus. Oh, come on. Like, it's that much more stupid than his actual name. It's one letter away. <laughs> Come on. Maximum Decimus Meridius. <laughs> I quite like that. <laughs> My name is Maximum Decimus Meridius. <laughs> Commander of the armies of the Yes, okay. And the category I will go for is number three. Ah, oh, prepare for defeat, my friend. It's who is the best dressed. What I have is a millionaire bank heist specialist. Versus a man who wears leather underpants. Depends on the period, though. Well, no, it doesn't. It does. In ancient Rome, Robert De Niro looks like a dick. No, he doesn't. He looks like a suave bank robber. I bet you've shuffled the categories, because I was aiming for a hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. Do you think if I was going to shuffle things, I wouldn't have got Godzilla out in three rounds? No, because that would be too obvious. Well, yeah, my biggest fear is being too obvious. No, I want to win at all costs. <laughs> fine, fine. So you get Robert De Niro, fine. Yes. Right, all well, best dressed. Q, two, one. Your hero, number two, one and seven. Uh, three. You have Indiana Jones. Okay, okay. Number five. Yay! Ah. Godzilla! <laughs> 
finally, for the love of cheeseburgers and everything that comes with them, after feels like two months of us playing this game, I finally get Godzilla on board. I'm just praying for a category that involves strength. Fighting or destruction. Some level of destruction. Indiana Jones. Does he not have sex with a Nazi? Am I misremembering it? I don't think Indiana Jones bangs anyone, does he? Yes. He nearly bangs a couple of people. But she's not a Nazi Nazi, though, is she? She's sort of like... One of the nice Nazis? This is like a Nazi light, yeah. Like a sexy Nazi. I don't mean she's sexy because she's a Nazi. I mean, she's good looking. And at the end, I think she gets shot and then he lets her drink from his cup. Not a euphemism. From the life-giving cup. So, Indiana Jones versus Godzilla. Excellent. Mm. We got where I want us to be. Give me a number between 1 and 25. 16. I will send you a screenshot. I am not cheating. No, no, okay, okay. Let me roll again. Let me roll again. No, no, that's not how it works. This doesn't make for an interesting conversation. But genuinely, category number 16 is height. (laughs) Do you think it's a close call? Fine, fine. I might just check, though, just to be on the same. Ah, uh, don't be a dick. Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford, character profile, height, six foot, weight, 175 pounds. Because we've got to do our due diligence in this. According to the internet, Godzilla. In Godzilla Planet of the Monsters, Godzilla's height was 984 feet. Are we going to accept that? Are we going to take that? No, nah, I think the internet, you can't trust anything, so I think it's full of shit. Godzilla was a dinosaur made of plasticine, and so actually he was tiny, he was like a little puppet. Indiana Jones is at least a man that was immortalised on film, so technically Indiana Jones is about six foot taller than Godzilla, but you're not going to accept that, because the whole idea is Godzilla can destroy cities. So, 3-1. To my heroes making the overall heroes versus villains victory to me. You know, the strange thing is I take no pleasure. Definitely seems like you do. The way you're uh, making, extrapolating this as long as you possibly can. It is a beautiful victory. I think justified. This is what I do with my evenings. Would I lie to Cage? Why not? Because I found another couple of facts, which may or may not be true, of course, about our friend Nicholas Cage. So true or false, Nicholas Cage-wise, 
a 17-year-old prostitute named Karima El Marouk, better known probably to you as Ruby Heartstealer, revealed that she had been invited by Nicholas Cage to an orgy which she insisted on calling a bunga bunga, which was a common orgy held in Hollywood by Cage and his pals. Is that a true or a false Nicholas Cage story? I'm going to say that's false because that sounds like Silvio Berlusconi. <laughs> you sure? Uh, yes. That was Colonel Gaddafi. <laughs> Colonel Gaddafi. Cage or Gaddafi. Indeed. Okay, he's got it. Okay, so that's 1-0 to you. All right, true or false? Nicholas Cage, known for his spending sprees, once mm-hmm. spent $276,000 on two poisonous cobras and an octopus. Ooh. The octopus set Cage back $150,000, and he told the LA Times he found his eight tentacle friend respectful. And he said the octopus makes him a better actor. Yeah, I do believe that. I can see him spending a lot of money on an octopus. $150,000 on an octopus, you think? Yeah. I could get you on for a fiver. Yeah, but... (laughs) First of all, you couldn't. (laughs) And then, second of all... (laughs) It's not just any octopus, it will be some special octopus. It does seem steep, but then I'm not Nicolas Cage, so... Well, you haven't bought an octopus for many years. Not for a while. Okay. That is true. That is a true Nicolas Cage story. (laughs) Brilliant. Amazing. I'm I'm trying to find a game that I can defeat you at consistently, but... Okay. (laughs) True or false? Hmm. Nicholas Cage, known for his spending sprees, as previously mm-hmm. stated. Cage became infatuated with finding the Holy Grail. He purchased... <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody else you could say that about and not laugh after, because it'd be like... Yeah. He purchased two European castles for $10 million and $2.3 million, respectively. Similar to his character and national treasure, Cage became infatuated with the mythology surrounding the Grail and bought properties because his research led him to believe they might house the Grail. His quest led him to tasting the waters of the Chalice Well in Glastonbury and exploring Rhode Island. Is that true or false? Exploring Rhode Island? One of the two things he did. So he bought two European castles and drank some water from Glastonbury and Rhode Island. Famous, of course, for housing the Holy Grail. Um, Did you ever watch the National Treasure films? They're for kids, really. I watched watched one of them, yeah, I think. I've never Um, seen them. Do you know what? I could see this... The Rhode Island thing throws me off a little bit because I don't think yes. that would be a, a real thing. Come on. No, no, no. I, think, I don't think it's true. No? No. Okay, this one 
is true. Oh. Yes, he did. He spent oh $13 God, really? million on oh, European castles. The Holy Grail. That's yes. amazing. That is amazing. That is 2-1. True or false? For a time, Nicolas Cage had a voluptuous Ukrainian nurse called Galanya Kolonska. Mm-hmm. She was often described as voluptuous in the press and was regularly seen by the actor's side. Kolnotskia, I might be brutalizing her name, I apologize, was described in a particular piece of press reporting as one of his closest confidants and was rumored to have been having a romantic relationship with him. Several mm-hmm. other Ukrainian women served as nurses and they all referred to him as Papa or Daddy. It's oh, a bit disturbing. Uh, specifically Ukrainian. That's what's concerning you? That's the only thing that would flip this yay or nay? Yeah. Okay, where she comes from. That's If I tell you I've got a nurse who calls me Daddy that I have sex with, you go, what, she's Slovenian or Ukrainian? Slovenian. Oh, that yeah. seems feasible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes, Ukrainian. No, I don't think that's true. I think it's too weird. That, my friend, is true. Oh, Oh, my God, really? For for Colonel Gaddafi. Oh, (laughs) there we go. There we go, yeah. Uh, Which means you are so good at this game. That is 3-1, which means, again, you have won. Would I light a cake? Yeah, the last one I thought you had yet. Really? (laughs) Well done, sir. That's your lot. Next week, we'll have a brand new feature because what we really need are new features. The random skirmish details and confusing rules to follow. And we have an Elvis Presley special. Until then, take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening, everyone. Mm-hmm.